0: From the friendly frontier, this is Everything West Texas. This podcast is brought to you in part by Floyd Miller Investments and the West Texas Tribune, hosted by the man himself, Mr. Floyd Miller. All the information conveyed during this show is intended to inform, educate, and resonate with integrity and credibility. We may make you laugh, we may even make you cry, but never will we speak out against you or about you. We want to speak with and for you because every voice deserves to be heard. The views and opinions expressed on this show are meant to stimulate, not offend, and we reserve the right to edit content and outside participation to preserve the ethical value and professional principles of operation, structure to maintain a platform for interaction and information. Join us as we explore trending topics in news, politics, sports, business, education, faith, and the people, places, graces of creating a ripple in the surface of the big country. Your host of Everything West Texas streaming on all major podcast platforms for your listening and viewing fulfillment, investment professional and editor-in-chief, Mr. Floyd Miller. And where the cotton grows and the oil flows, here's Everything West Texas.
1: Hello, my name is Floyd Miller and I'm the host of It's Everything West Texas. And we're going to have a very interesting program today. We're going to be talking about one of the holidays that I consider most sacred. It is a holiday that I enjoyed or participated with my dad in. I'm going to tell a story about that a little later, but I have in the studio with me today, uh, Quana Parker. Quana Parker is a longtime attorney in our city. He is also someone that has served in our military. I never did serve in the military, but I have a lot of respect for people that did. And so I have Quanta with us today, and we're going to just kind of have a discussion about Memorial Day. Quanta, welcome to the program today.
2: Well, thanks for having me.
1: Well, I'm, I'm glad you're here, uh, Quanta. And I'm going to first of all just say thank you for your military service. It's people like yourself that's made those commitments that uh, many of us enjoy the country that we currently enjoy. And so I want to just kind of start off by asking you about Memorial Day. What do you remember uh, about Memorial Day? What was the first Memorial Day that you remember?
2: I remember, uh, I believe my first Memorial Day was in Kingman, Kansas. Uh, and we went out to the cemetery where uh, all my grandparents, great-grandparents were buried. And uh, they had a service there, you know, with the 21-gun salute from the National Guard unit there in Kingman, Kansas, and on the edge of the prairie. And uh, it was, you know, not many trees, wide open space. And, and uh, I remember that it was a, a union Cemetery. So I guess the guys from western Kansas were mostly Union soldiers that settled western Kansas after that war.
1: Oh, okay. Well, you know, the uh, first experience I had, my dad was a uh, World War II veteran. He was in the American Legion Post number 856. And at one time, he was a commander of that post. During those times, the American Legion, like uh, many organizations, were were segregated. But I remember on Memorial Day, I would go with my dad to the cemetery. We lived in Hallisville, Texas, and there was a cemetery in a little community called Sublime, and another cemetery uh, in a little community called Viana. And different members of the American Legion Post 856 would go and post flags on the graves. So I would go with my dad to the cemetery at Sublime in the one uh, in Vienna. And I always noticed that he would he would go to the grave, he would put the flag on the grave, and he would he would say something. I don't know what he said, but I'm sure some of those people. He knew who they were, knew their families. And after he would say that, he would stand back, he would salute, and then he would go to the next grave. I I remember that. And also, uh, he was very patriotic. Every time we sing your grand old flag in Abacuanus Club, I think about my dad. Mm-hmm. He was very patriotic. So um, do you remember anyone that was actually lost their lives in? um Oh, yeah. I had several
2: friends. Um, The one I remember uh, really most was uh, Evaristo Martinez. He graduated with me from Abilene High, and he went to McMurray, and I went to Abilene Christian. And he went a couple years and decided he was going to go with the Army. I remember him and um, another was um, Bill Reese. Uh, They named the band hall after him over at Abilene Christian. Oh, okay. And uh, he was uh, two years older than me. And uh, I'll never forget, it was Valentine's Day, 1968 and uh, a chapel over at Old Sewell Auditorium. And uh, they said that uh, Bill Reese had gotten killed on the 14th. And uh, it was a sad day. Absolutely.
1: So I assume, assumed that both of these were in Vietnam? Uh, yes,
2: yes. Uh, 1968, I think, uh, Evaristo was killed in 67. And... Um, uh, I had an opportunity. Uh, I was coming back from San Francisco, and a young lady was across the aisle from me. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, always, it's easy to, <laughs> I always—it's easy to—I don't get scared <laughs> if I'm talking. And on those little Titty Bopper planes we used to have, right, coming into Abilene, the turboprops. And I struck up a conversation with a, a young lady, and she told me her name, and. Uh, her last name was Parker. And I thought, oh, yeah, well, maybe we're kin some way, you know. And she said, well, that's my adopted name. My dad went to Abilene Christian. And he was killed in Vietnam, and I'm uh, on a scholarship. Uh, they, she important was, to
1: remember a few names. We can't remember uh, all of the names, there's been many. Uh, a couple of people that come to my mind, I never met either one of these um, individuals, but one of them was uh, Robert J. Griggs, uh, Jr. He was from um, Hallisville, and he was one of my mother's uh, first cousins, and he was in the uh, Army. He was in uh, Korea, and he was killed in hostile action in Korea in 1950. I talked with my mother, uh Today about that, and she said that, that was really a sad day uh She was a couple of years older than him, and she said they all uh played together uh when they were uh growing up uh, the The first funeral I guess that I remember going to of someone that was actually killed was in nineteen sixty nine I was a student at Prairie View a College, and there was uh, the Poole family. The Poole family uh, lived in Hempstead, Texas, which was right down the road uh, from Prairie View. We went to uh, church with the Pools. I knew their uh, sons, their daughters, and many times we would be in their home for for Sunday dinner. And on this one particular Sunday, I just knew it was really quiet, it was different, and we asked well what's what's going on and they said that Otha's plane it went down, and he was missing in action at that time. They did not know uh what the what the situation was, but later uh it would be revealed that uh Otha died. On February the 5th, 1969, in, um, in Vietnam, uh, he had got a commission, was commissioned as a second lieutenant uh, in the Army ROTC program at Prairie View, and he died as a captain. He was a rotary wing aviation unit commander, and the group that he was a part of was the 44th Medical Brigade, 68th Medical Group. 45th Medical Company, uh, his helicopter was sh- uh, shot down uh, one night in uh, South Vietnam. He was awarded the Silver Star, the Air Medal, and the Purple Heart. And I've got a book at home with pictures and things in it, and don't uh, I still have that funeral program. I remember it was held in the gym. It was mm-hmm. a uh, they in Hempstead, the high school. It was, it was pretty amazing.
2: Oh, it just breaks your heart.
1: Yeah, he had... Someone
2: a, so young and, you know, I, like uh, Bill Reese uh, never got a chance to see his baby, you know. So many young men didn't have a chance to see their, a child that had been born during that year. Yeah, well,
1: Otha was married. He had a wife and a daughter, and I'm not, I don't remember whether he had actually seen his daughter either, but it just make you wonder how life would have been different. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, hopefully his daughter and his wife went ahead to have uh, Good lives, the best life they possibly could. After that, it'd be hard. You know, we don't we don't have a military where people are are drafted like they were back in the in the '60s, and so a lot of people do not um, have that military experience. But is is there anything that you would say to people as we observe this Memorial Day, is there anything that you think maybe they ought to be thinking
2: about? I just um, hope we're thinking about um, some way so we won't fear each other anymore and we'll finally... um, when they say, uh, beat your spears into plowshares. I, I think we, uh, the world's too, Charlton Heston said the world's too small for flags. In the Planet of the Apes, I always thought that was a great line. And uh, we're just getting too small for, to be fighting over things, especially physically fighting. It's just, uh, anybody that's been there has never, Said too much good about it,
1: right? I, I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you said that, Kwana, because you know, particularly when you um, go to war, like to Vietnam, Afghanistan, somebody makes that decision, and those are real men and women, flesh and blood. Uh, that, that go into those situations and, and not come out. But since you're talking about uh, getting along and thinking about getting along and not uh, fighting each other so much, I would hope that we as a people, as a nation, brother to brother, friend to friend, Black, white, rich, poor. Maybe it's time for us to reflect about some of the things that we've been fighting about and just kind of ask the question, is it really worth it? And I I think we probably know the answer.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I I think that would be. It's never worth it a good thing for us to think about and also maybe think about you know this is not a perfect country there's not one but do we not have some things to be thankful for this memorial sure. day?
2: You betcha. I wouldn't go anywhere else. <laughs> Probably <laughs> nobody'd have me but I wouldn't go anywhere else. Uh neither
1: neither would I. So I really hope that we can um, think about our blessings, count our blessings, and um, just understand that we don't all have to agree on everything, but we can um, respect one another. Somebody has fought for that. Um uh, Reese fought for that, as, as you mentioned him. The other individual that you mentioned fought for that. Robert Griggs fought for that. Otha Poole fought for that. And many other people have fought for us to have a country that's, that's not, it's not paradise, but it's a country where we can um, succeed. Uh, do well, and so I hope we do think about that. Is there anything else that you think about, Quana when you think about uh, I, Memorial Day? And-
2: well, I just think what Jesus said, you know. He didn't say, blessed are the peacekeepers. He said, blessed are the peacemakers. Yes. So we need to go out of our way to make peace. And uh, I think that Israel, boy, it's it's something that needs to be addressed. I'd say give the Palestinians a Sinai desert. (laughs) (laughs) Egypt hadn't done anything with it for 3,500 years. Let's give it to them. They got lots of shoreline that way. You know, they could sell that off.
1: Well, you know, something should be done, and as... Since you introduced Jesus, that's always a good person to introduce. But, you know, going back to what you were talking about, peace, you know, when they asked Jesus, I believe it might have been an attorney like yourself, quite
2: honest. Oh, the, the lawyers are always trying to trick him.
1: They, You know, they ask him, what what is the greatest command of all? And yes, he always
2: asks them, well, you're the lawyer, you tell me.
1: Right, right, right. He did, he did flip it sometime. <laughs> he sure did, but uh, you know, yeah, he said, You're
2: the Lord, you tell me,
1: right? Right,
2: uh-huh.
1: but you know, he said, You should love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, uh-huh. and your neighbor as yourself. Uh-huh. And uh, maybe this Memorial Day would be a good day for us to all practice that. We can do it one It'd day, be
2: great if we could.
1: Maybe mm-hmm. we can get to two days. And so, um, Gwana, I, I appreciate you taking uh, yeah. a few minutes to come in and and talk with us. And so we'll just see if you have any parting words. Well,
2: uh, I got a poem. A poem?
1: Yeah.
2: You want to hear a poem?
1: Yeah, I sure would like to hear a poem. Let's see, let's
2: you um, well, let's see. I, I, I got one. Um. called Where Was the Band?
1: Where Was the Band?
2: Where Was the Band? And uh, I wrote this after I, oh, gosh, 35 years after I met this guy in San Francisco. I'd gone to church with a friend of mine to the Glide Memorial Methodist Church in San Francisco in the Tenderloin District. I was stationed at Fort Ord, California, and I had my uniform on. So you could get on the bus a lot cheaper if you had your uniform on, you know. And I rode to San Francisco and met my guy's name was Louis Rambo. That was his real name. Wow! And he uh, he and I sold Bibles together in the Panhandle of Texas one summer. And, and uh, he was out there working on his doctorate at the University of San Francisco in Bible. He said, "I've got, discovered this church. Come on and go with me," you know. And the preacher was a guy named Williams. From San Angelo. And uh, I'm trying to think of the uh, movie that, who was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Smith. Yeah, Will Smith. Will Smith and his son. He was a real estate broker, or trying to be a real estate broker. I remember they had to spend the night at the church. They had to line up. And yeah, I think yeah I think trying to,
1: Yeah, trying to be an investment yeah. broker, I believe. Yeah. But anyway. And that know.
2: was the Glide Memorial Methodist Church. It was that church. Wow. It was in the movie. And their preacher he was in the movie, <clears throat> but anyway, we came out and there was a guy there, and he had on his uh, uh, fatigue pants with his dress green jacket. You know, his old dress jacket, and uh, I could tell he'd been out of the army a long time. You know, his hair was long, and so we went up to him and I just asked him. I said, uh, "What happened to your fatigue jacket?" You know, and he said, "Oh, that went my arm about a week ago." And so we decided uh, we'd uh, take him to lunch and he said, uh, Lieutenant, can I ask you a question? I said, sure. He said, uh, when I got home, where was the band? They had a band when I left. When I came home, they didn't have no band. Mm. So, uh, I wrote a poem about it, okay? Yes, sir. Oh, it played a sweet song when they went to war. Like their fathers and their fathers before. Destined for some distant shore, they marched off to the band. Drummer's drum, flags were waved, shiny silver piccolos played, boarding ships in the home of the brave. They marched off to the band. Standing tall, looking good, we ought to be in Hollywood to strike a blow for the common good, they marched off to the band. Then they learned the truth of war, the screams, the stench, the sweat, the whore, much more than they would bargained for and forgot about the band. The sound of music soon replaced by machine gun chatter and smoke in the face Surely hell's a better place. I think they got a band. (laughs) Suck them up, shoulders square. No one said that war was fair. So they slowly sank in deep despair when they came home to no band. What's your problem? You didn't die. Soldiers aren't supposed to cry. Then we wondered why they all got high. When they came home to no band. Or oh, they linger now in a nursing home, or on the streets, or neath sandy loam, wondering. You know, when I came home, where was the band?
1: Wow, so profound. I really appreciate that quite of that is going to resonate with a lot of men and women. I want to thank every person that has served in every battle. But after listening to that poem, I just got to say one more time thanks to those guys who served in Vietnam and did not hear the ban. Again, thank you very much, Kwana. God bless you. Thank you. This podcast has been sponsored by the West Texas Tribune and Floyd Miller Investments. Securities and investment advisory services offered through FSC Securities Corporation, FSC member FINRA SIPC. FSC is separately owned and other entities and are marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of FSC. Floyd Miller can be reached at 3300 South 14th Street, Suite 100, Abilene, Texas, or by phone at 325-676-0138. 325-676-0138.